Welcome to The Freedom Sessions, a podcast with just one aim, to get people thinking and questioning. How? Well, hopefully we'll put up some points of view that will stimulate discussion and debate. Anything to help us break free of dumb in all of its forms and many manifestations. This is episode five, Charisma. In this episode, I want to talk about charisma. We'll admire people with it, but what exactly is it? The Oxford English Dictionary definition is compelling attractiveness or charm that can inspire devotion in others. Inspire devotion in others? Well, we'll come back to that later. Is it a natural personality trait or learned behaviours? Now, Wikipedia says that the word charisma refers to a rare trait found in certain human personalities, usually including extreme charm and magnetic quality of personality or appearance, along with an innate ability to communicate and be persuasive. In short, charisma is often used to describe a seemingly uncanny ability to charm or influence people. And today this is described as the X factor and is seen as an extremely desirable asset. So can charisma be taught like a set of skills or techniques? And even if it can, should it be? The University of Toronto's 1997 study into charisma found that charisma consists of a mixture of what they called affability and influence. And influence was defined as leadership ability and the strength of presence. On the other side of the coin, they describe affability as being approachable and pleasant. So let's look at influence. While there are many corporate leadership training organisations that believe skills and techniques to build your ability to influence others can be taught, And there are numerous courses available to teach people how to become more influential. When we break down what is needed, though, to become more influential, it seems to come down to three things. Firstly, presence. Secondly, influence. And thirdly, leadership. So, yes, training providers can help people with these three areas. Presence can be enhanced by helping build a person's confidence in a positive way without being boastful or egotistical. Influence, well, pervasiveness and persuasiveness and the ability to influence others. Charismatic people make people want what they want and unite them in a common cause. Then we look at leadership and it's often seen that charismatic people are natural leaders, but in truth, Many hone their skills for years. When we look at affability and we break down some of the building blocks of affability, we can see why many training organisations create courses to teach people key communication skills and techniques. However, obviously empathy comes into this and empathy is the ability to see things through the eyes of others, then find a way to get on with them and to make them relax. But this is teaching empathy as a technique. Communication skills. It's not enough to have good content. They need to be excellent storytellers and be able to adjust 
their tone and manner to suit the particular audience they want to engage with. And then there's listening skills. This is about active listening, listening to understand, not just to answer, because listening to understand is deeply appreciated and noticed by people. And so charismatic people spend a lot of their time actively listening to others. So when you put all of this together, we can easily see that charismatic people can easily build rapport with others, get them to see what they want them to see, and to get behind them and move with them. A copywriter friend of mine, Lizzie Davidson, had this to say about charisma. If we boil it down to its wee sticky nubbin, charisma means you get more of what you want from life. Now that's a mighty handy thing, but it's also a blade that cuts both ways. When we realise charisma is something we can learn, it's easy to get enchanted with the possibility that brings. But charisma without purpose is nothing but a party. And while I love parties, I could never hack the come down. Charisma, though, with dark purpose is evil. So before we go looking for tactics that beguile others, it's best to stop and take stock of your big why. Your long game. The reason you're here. Because we all have a purpose. What's yours? So as Lizzie was saying there, this was actually opening up into something that's been bothering me for some time. Is there actually a dark side to charisma? So I'll just remind you of part of the Oxford English Dictionary definition from earlier. To inspire devotion in others. And if charisma is the ability to attract, charm and influence those around you, then like anything in life, of course there is going to be a dark side. There's going to be people who will use it for manipulation. You may recall in the last episode where we talked about the three types of empathy and how cognitive empathy can be used as a tool, a technique to manipulate, and how knowing how others feel is not the same as feeling their pain, or feeling it and being moved to help. A person with cognitive empathy and the charisma to influence people to get what they want can manipulate people to do exactly what he or she or they want them to do. Now, to be clear, I have nothing but admiration for truly compassionate empaths and good, honest people oozing natural charisma. They make our world a far better place. My fear, though, is that in this age of celebrity, when social rankings seem more important than anything else, we are just deconstructing the traits and attributes of truly great people good people and then trying to teach these component parts to others as techniques in an attempt to emulate these attributes, much like actors learning a role. And the problem is, as mentioned before, a person with cognitive empathy and the ability to exploit others through shallow charm and learned tools of charisma are often the hallmarks of wannabe sociopaths. And in these times, does that sound like anyone you know anywhere in the world? Anyway, before we get too bleak, let's have an opportunity to take a test. How naturally charismatic are you? Now, I've put a link to a self-evaluation test on the episode notes. 
So you can go across and have a go. It's a very simple test to do. It'll take you no time at all. And just for giggles, I scored 3.83. And apparently that's higher than the average. So it would seem I'd be absolutely devastating if I smiled more. And for those of you who know me, that's just not me. So if you do suddenly see me smiling at people, beware, because all I'm trying to do is push up my charisma score. If you ever have a sticky project and need the services of a strategic, creative copywriter with a very good, strong opinion, you should definitely contact Lizzie Davidson. And you can reach out to her through her LinkedIn account. And again, I will put that link into the episode notes. Thank you for listening to The Freedom Sessions. Our mission is simple, to provoke debate, awaken critical thinking, and to help people break free of dumb in all of its many forms. I'm Lee Parkinson, and until next time, keep safe, healthy, happy, and well.